Welcome to hour number two on a Friday on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bint. How much do you know about K food? How much hanshik have you eaten? We invite you into the world of Korean food, of course, including the culture and history of it. We'll introduce trendy foods and famous restaurants on Dish of the Day with Chef Ryan. It is a Friday, Friday, just gone 10.07 here in Seoul, South Korea. Ryan, our in-house chef, is clicking his fingers. He's obviously in a good mood that it's a Friday. At least I hope you are. Yes, Good absolutely. weekend planned ahead. Yes, a big one. Um, got uh, good dinner plans this evening. Ooh. And then... And then What's on the menu? Farm. Is there something decided? I've got a friend uh, here, a Korean chef friend, who uh, he actually was a student where I was a professor for years oh, here in nice. Korea. Yeah, a long time ago. Uh-huh. Then he went over to Sydney and went to Le Cordon Bleu. Then he went to the French Alps and worked for a Michelin-starred restaurant. Wow. And now he's got a restaurant not too far, like kind of on the edge of Apkujong and Gangnam. Ooh. And he's killing it. It's uh-huh. amazing food. It's a little pricey, but... Okay. Uh, you what know, kind, like Korean fancy? There's a lot of Italian there, but uh, he's got he's got this beef Wellington with Hanu. Oh, a beef oh Wellington. Oh, my God. Do you know, I don't think I've ever had a beef Wellington. You've never had beef Wellington? Yes, I, I got to make so. you one, man. Is it good? Yeah, one time for a insect, edible insect expo, I made yes. one with crickets. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Was it all right? Uh, Was it not too bad? Well, it tasted like crickets. <laughs> That is intriguing. Uh, do you know, I was saying earlier, and we won't get to it yet, but I was saying we're going to do something very yellow today. And then I totally forgot. I saw you Ta-da! earlier. You're wearing the yellow my, shirt of my Brazil. My oldest t-shirt. My my dear ho- uh, sweet host sister, uh, Cristiani, mm-hmm. years and years ago, gifted me this official Brazilian soccer jersey from wow. we won't say how long ago. Maybe some of the listeners can guess, but it was a World Cup champion year. Do you know, I want to guess that that's maybe 94. Oh, you're not supposed to tell oh. people how Because <laughs> yeah. I remember what that was the first World Cup I properly watched the whole was thing it? to. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. And that was in USA, wasn't it? it was. USA ninety four. Was. was that yeah. a big deal in the US then? Yes, yeah. huge. Yeah, oh, wow. there were games in Dallas. Yeah, oh, did you get to go and see any in person? No, I was oh. in Brazil. Oh wow! At yeah. that time, yeah, and I was with uh, families there. It was all through the YMCA, uh-huh. uh, and I was with families there, and there kids were in america uh-huh. staying at my house oh interesting you know, other houses yeah and they were at the game in dallas <gasps> and we're watching on tv and then we see them no way and i'm in their house with their parents and we see them cheering what? on brazil what at the, are the game. odds they came up on the tv screen it's, yeah it's pretty cool man it's pretty cool <laughs> that is yeah. freaky we're not going to be eating brazil or talking about brazil right the yellow ingredient today i think it's associated with that part of the world a bit isn't it Oh, is it true? Well, I'm yeah, I guess so. so. There's a lot grown there. Okay, yeah. but my, I don't know. When I think of when I think of corn, mm-hmm. we're talking about corn today. Yes. Uh, when I think of corn, I think of uh, Nebraska in the U.S. Is yeah. that famous for cornfields and corn. stuff? Texas, of course, we've got tons of cornfields. A lot of oh. it is cattle feed. It's maize. Okay. Um, that's the thing. You know, there's there's like over ten thousand varieties <gasps> of corn. Ten. Thousand. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to get to all of them today. It just yeah. <laughs> well, let's start with number one. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, uh, it, it's fuel. 
you know, it's animal feed. It's it's food for us in so many different ways. It's it's tea, it's drinks, it's I mean, it goes on and on and it all just started in Central America as some little grassy plant that oh. was manipulated by us for a very long time until it became this tall food source. So I mean, what we see today. Source, yeah. Fantastic. I was going to read, and I still will actually, some of the guesses from our listeners when I said yellow, Silver Granny was saying egg or maybe pickled radish that is very yellow here. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, Tropic Girl was saying maybe peppers or squash. I'm quite surprised I didn't see any guesses for corn. Uh, okay, on to corn, on to the deal today. Here, here in Korea, lots of different ways you can have it. The drinking of it, I didn't think of that, but that's a big one as well. Absolutely, yeah. There's there's tea made both from the roasted, uh, like dried and roasted kernels, mm. and then also from the beard or the uh, <laughs> the silk, if you will. Is that? I was wondering how do we translate that? Because in the Korean bottles, it says oksusu siomcha, yeah, which means literally corn beard tea, right? Yeah. And I was thinking. What do we call that in English? Do we call it a corn beard? Because I've never heard of that. I saw it online in some <laughs> research. I've never called it that. I no. always thought of it as corn silk. And Is I was going to oh, save silk. this. Okay. I was going to save this for later, but uh, we can go ahead and just do a little show and tell. Oh here. wow! This is so, corn from your. Farm yeah, yeah, just harvested yesterday. <gasps> it, tis the season, hence the topic for today. Oh, is it now that you're meant to go and get it? Absolutely. Well, for, for this variety. This okay. is peaches and cream sweet corn. What? Non-GMO organic. Peaches and cream? Yes, yes. See, see. Um, there's little white ones and mostly yellow, right? Okay, if we turn that to the camera over there. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't think I've seen corn with this white of a... Actual, what do you call those bits? Yes, you have. Kernels. Kernel, yeah. Yeah, there's there's tons of varieties. This is not the most common variety for Korea. Uh-huh. Uh, this is sweet corn. Yeah. But has started turning up more and more, especially in the last, I'd say, six years. Mm. Now all the supermarkets carry sweet corn for a brief time in the summer months. That's the problem. It's only brief, and I love it, and then it disappears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want the canned stuff. I mean, that's no. all. I mean yeah. my kids don't mind that, and if you sure. put it with some cheese on top and yeah. then put it in the microwave, it's quite good. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same as having it off the cob. Well, isn't this cool? So check this out. Each one of these little silks, yeah. all right, connect to a kernel. Oh, really? A yeah. different kernel? A different kernel. Oh. And that's how the pollen gets there. Oh. So if you look on this one, there's some blank spots uh-huh. here. That silk did not get pollinated. Oh, wow. And the reason this corn has not historically been grown that much in Korea yeah. is because it matures right during rainy season Ah. and so the flowers that are at the tops of the plants yeah they get rained on and so much that pollen misses the silk oh so on really really rainy rainy seasons Mm. here I have gotten lots of corn with no kernels because each silk has to get touched by the pollen (gasps) to form a kernel You've got to rely on nature to be doing that pretty much. Well, I have taken the flowers and shaken them around okay. if I know it's going to rain tomorrow. Okay, you know, just to that try. That helps, I yeah. think. Um, <gasps> but yeah, this is this is peaches and cream, sweet corn. You don't even have to cook it when it's this fresh. Really? You can just eat it. Maybe I'll get you to try some a little bit later. Wow. But uh, I also have some other corn varieties to bring. But let's get back to Korean corn. Okie dokie, because... Like you said, in the last few years, you'll see that for a brief period, like, I don't know, maybe two or three months. And it's around this time, you're right, because yeah. I've bought it recently. The kids love it. We love it. Oh, it's so good. But before that, a lot of the corn that I'd see not in cans was a much kind of paler yellow. And the texture yeah. is 
so different. Yeah. I've never had that kind of corn in the UK, to be honest. Uh, no, not my favourite. Not my favourite. No. Well, you're talking about canned corn in general? No, 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 not the canned oh. one. You know, the ones that you get in Korea on the cob, but oh, okay. they're really like the pale yellow, the really odd texture compared oh, to that sweet corn. Okay. Yeah. Yes, this is chal oksusu, okay. right? Oh, yeah, okay. I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, most foreigners, when they come to Korea um, and try chal oksusu the first time, they're like, uh, that's not very good. But, man, I got to say that I've come around on this. It's not sweet, um, right? It has a little bit of a sweet note. Okay. It's it's glutinous corn. Okay. okay. Now, go back in time. Yeah. People needed to eat. Sure. Right? Sweet corn is not a good staple crop. It's uh, an energy. It's like boost of energy. Lots of sugar, right? Yeah. Uh, sometimes in Korea, it's called satang oksusu or sugar <laughs> corn, right? <laughs> okay. But, but uh, chaloksusu, or it's also called gangnengi. Have okay. you heard it called that too? Yeah, I think, don't, don't they get the popped corn from that that you have at bars and stuff? Often the popcorn is called gangnengi, but... Uh, it's not from that. Well, the the word or the the term gangnengi is also used just to name corn. Uh, uh, going corn back itself. in time, I think. More. Okay. Um, so Korean corn is chewy. Um, it has to be steamed or boiled. Mm. Uh, you don't you don't you really eat it just you know fresh off the cob like you can this other one here that I have in the bag. Yeah. Um, but you go out hiking. You know, you're near a park. You're outside in the summertime. You might find a truck doing this. Yes. And Koreans love it, mm. and I've I've come around. It is kind of nice, you know that the sweet corn you'd like chew on the cob. Yes, but the Korean stuff out. normally you just kind of pick one off and mm. munch on it, and pick one off and munch on it, and it, it's pretty good. You still don't like it? I'll eat it. Yeah, it's just when you compare it to a sweet corn, yeah, you know that you're used to, and if you bite into it thinking it's going to be that, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Where's all the sweetness? That's gone? the thing. All things are relative, and you get one pre notion and yes. then you try the other one and you're like disappointed yeah but you can't compare apples to oranges mm. you gotta you know not better or worse just different yeah i, th I think that's the thing well, once you're on board it's, it's an interesting texture like you said very chewy compared to the sweet corn. and a lot more sustenance i mean mm. and and it it matures a little bit after rainy season so there's a better chance that it's going to get fully pollinated even if it's pouring down rain interesting yeah it's, it's also a stronger plant uh -huh. sweet corn is kind of hard to grow in general uh -huh. um the korean corn is is really sturdy oh, nice. so when you have a typhoon roll through or a heavy storm if a corn stalk falls over, yeah. it's done. That's you it. can't. They have very, very shallow roots. Remember, we manipulated this plant. It uh -huh. was a grass, oh, and <laughs> nature didn't do this. We did. Yeah, and so it's not. It's not the most hardy plant, mm. but the Korean corn variety is hardier than, say, a sweet corn variety. Welcome to Arirang Radio. If you are in Jeju. 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 in Seogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. We're back for part two, Dish of the Day, with Chef Ryan in with us, talking all about corn, or oksusu, I suppose, is just corn. And then we've mentioned chad oksusu, which is the common variety here, known as, did you say glutinous corn? Yes, glutinous corn. Because we have... Oh, we have chap, cha. Oh, I'm trying to think. Do we use the word chad in other things? Because I can think of what's it called? Chapsal dog is the kind of chewy rice cake. Does that word have the same origin? Chow, I'm just going a bit. Chal is from like bead mm. or jade, ah. and then uh, oksus. Or wait, is that right? Yeah, and then oksusu. 
is the word for corn. Is the is the word for grain or oh. sorghum? Oh, really? A more yeah. general term. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got lots of messages coming in, and Sarah Louise Walsh saying, "Is it the same as British sweet corn?" Well, the one Ryan brought in, I'm assuming you probably find in Britain. Yep. I've never, like I said, seen the Korean version, that glutinous corn. In the UK, it's it's feed corn back in the states. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's, it goes be, it's a better it's a better food source, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to pack weight on a cow, yeah, you know, or a pig, <laughs> you need to give it a feed source, and that's what it was. I mean, folks needed food sure. you know, back in the day, and, so calories, they, and right? they needed something that could survive the rainy season and mm. possibly a typhoon. So you pick the the crops. It's like we were talking about with potatoes before, too. You know, you pick the crops that work where you are. Sure. So it's got a fairly long history in Korea. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I didn't. I don't have an exact date for you. Sorry, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been around here for a long time, mm-hmm. and and the variety here is is a great food source. And I think we got a picture of all the different kinds. You see, these are all glutinous, which is actually, you know, we talk about glutinous rice and it actually doesn't have gluten. Okay. I believe the corn is the same way. Oh, really? It's actually gluten-free, but it's called <laughs> glutinous rice because it's so chewy. I, I see. And if you look from the left, the second to the left, that looks like sweet corn. I've not seen that kind of glutinous corn, to be honest. Most of them are the paler yellow one, maybe on the very left, mm-hmm. or like three or four in. And, and even the color is quite underwhelming. When I first saw it, I thought it was like an unripe sweet corn or something yeah. like that. And yeah, I like, they forgot to cook it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not, right? No, it, these are these are big, too. The picture doesn't give you that relativity to see how large they are. Mm. But they're giant uh, ears of corn. Uh, I would say like... What is that in centimeters? Help me out, Peter. Like about almost 30 centimeters, yeah, maybe more. Like yeah, that. yeah. And and if you're not looking at the pictures, you won't be uh, privy to this, but they're like purples and almost black ones as well. It Genetic looks like. diversity, baby. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they all pretty much taste the same, you know, <laughs> and and uh, and again, the the corn is dried and roasted for tea. Uh-huh. The silk is also used to make tea yeah. uh, or the beard. Um, and then these are usually steamed or boiled in Korea um, to to be enjoyed as a snack, maybe while hiking or, or just summertime outside. You know, you see it from the early spring all the way until the early fall. Yeah. I'm sorry, late spring until the early fall, uh-huh. um, especially when you're out in the countryside. But, uh, yeah, but in the when city you're too. driving, you know, and there's traffic on the weekends, there's often trucks that will pull up at the side of the yeah, highway. and try to sell like, like Mexico style like just walk by your car windows with corn often as well i've seen and i i love it when i first saw it i was a bit freaked out because it had the purple and the yellow like just randomly Uh i thought the purple bits were like the gone off bits or something because they look really dark but they're just like random pigmentations like ryan said they don't taste any different right oh you've got some with you these are uh another variety of corn and they're not the most beautiful glass gym corns that have grown i'm afraid my my volunteers or or farm visitors uh (laughs) snagged the most beautiful ones from the crop of last year or i planted them okay um but if you look closely on some of these i mean glass gym corn is one of the oldest corn varieties it's a native american corn variety and just imagine the genetic diversity you have to have to have all these different colors. Is that the full size that it gets to? Uh, I've grown some that were a little bit bigger than this one, but yeah, it's a little bit smaller and and narrow. I've never seen those. And this is what's called
called a flint corn. Okay, uh -huh. flint corn is what you use to make popcorn. I've, oh. I've taken these and just thrown them in the microwave, and they pop up and everywhere. And then you just gotta like scoop them out of the microwave <laughs> and season them. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, they they don't pop up quite as well as your traditional popcorn, but okay. that's because they're so diverse. You know, this one looks different from this one, and and so on. Wow. Um, but they're a beautiful corn, and it's not only used for popcorn; it's also used for cornmeal. Okay. Um. So. Your tortillas, you know, mm. Mexican corn tortillas, so okay. good, right? You're using um, those corn kernels. Oh, baby, I'm going. I'm, I'll take them. To, you know, in Korea, there's still local millers, uh -huh. so you can take yeah. grain to them and have it ground up for you. And so I'll be asking my volunteers <laughs> and kids that visit the farm here soon to to get all these kernels off the cobs. Oh, we don't nice. have the little crank machine. I need to find one of those. Um, Is there a machine that does it automatically? Yeah, there's this thing that you feed it in and crank it and it just kind of grinds them off of there oh, nice. um uh, I, I need to find one of those somebody mail me one please these are um, not native to korea right no they aren't yeah. this is a native american corn but uh -huh. you know it might be closer genetically to the korean variety of corn than sweet corn would with be. the colors and everything can you eat it like just steamed as well uh yeah but it's not that great i <laughs> i i ate one yesterday i was trying to see if the new ones because uh -huh. i've got i've got a field of this right now it's yeah. like 10 feet tall wow. and gorgeous <gasps> and about 800 plants and wow. i was trying to see if they already had color on them uh -huh. but when they start they're all white uh-huh and so i i shucked a couple just to check yeah both of them totally white one okay. was starting to get some color on it and and i ate it raw and it was pretty good it was oh, kind of sweet wow uh, but very soon it will not be okay so and i want it to have the beautiful colors because i'm gonna make purple tortillas but... oh wow that yeah. sounds nice doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. we we got a photo we still try and get to some of your messages in oh, a second sorry. yeah but i wanted to show this because this is the way that you'll see it being sold on the streets right that's it yeah. in this big kind of what steamer is it Yep, yep, that's a steamer, and, and that's the pale color you were talking about, Peter. That's the um, common one, I'd say, right? Yeah, I've seen really, really yellow ones. Um, when I go for them more is when I'm in the countryside and I see the ones that have those purple and white and yellow and, and some different, because <laughs> then I know it was grown probably on a small farm. Ah, you know? okay, rather than... The, so to get these kind of completely uniform ones, you need to be doing something different, or it's just the variety that ah, you've planted? Very interesting question, sir. Okay. So imagine, um, pick a pick a vegetable. A uh, carrot. A ca oh, no. pick, that a, pick, a, pick a vegetable that has seeds inside of it. Why? What's, what's the vegetable? <laughs> the pumpkin. A pumpkin. Okay. okay. So if you had two different varieties of pumpkin. Yeah. Okay. And the pollen from this variety of, of plant uh, pollinated. Yeah. This other one. Okay. You're still going to get this variety of pumpkin. Yeah. But the seeds inside of that pumpkin, mm -hmm. when you plant those, then you'll have a cross of the two. Ah, uh, the next time. Okay. But with corn, yeah. the part you're eating is the seed. Oh. So these are already crosses. Okay. All right? So when you have a field of corn planted, and yeah. say I planted this whole ear, mm. there's a bunch of different colors here. Sure. So there's a mix of all this different pollen, right? Oh. Here, I got a, I got another one. This one. We're having a little science lesson here. I love it. I love farming. <laughs> uh, so this will help illustrate it. So I plant sweet corn on the farm every Can year I and also it? plant glass gym corn. And oh. sometimes the pollen from the far end of the farm makes it all the way over to the other end. Yeah, you and can't control that, right? So this has both sweet corn <gasps> and glass gym corn. You can get on the same cob sweet and glass gym. Because of the pollen that touches each silk makes a different kernel. So... 
these guys are sweet corn. They're shriveled ones. Yes, they because kind of look there's, like marble. there's less starch there. It's wow. more sugar and water, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And then the the harder ones that are more vibrant in color now yeah. are the uh, glass, glass gem. Yeah, the flint. That's amazing. Isn't that cool? So you could kind of, if you really took the time like pollinate half of it to be like sweet corn and the other half to you, be you could but i don't know what you would do with that <laughs> yeah koreans like panban like half fried chicken hey maybe with, i'm onto something yes yeah, yeah. i think it would be too time consuming to be profitable that's, but yeah, still that's a good point hmm. <laughs> and just steam it and then grill it and wow then, and be like this is the best of both worlds that's unbelievable so so i guess yeah maybe the bigger farms they're controlling more just having the same variety you kind of have to if you mix them up you end up with this and (laughs) and like i said if i'm going to take this to the miller so i have to separate each kernel out or i'd end up with a a, my next field would be mixed crops so (laughs) that would be trouble that is uh, such an interesting lesson that we're getting this is not a common thing that you're going to find on other radio stations here but (laughs) you're in for a treat today we've already given you lots of corn information Every day is K-pop. Anytime and everywhere. Adidas Radio. We're talking about corn, corn and more corn for Dish of the Day with <laughs> Chef Ryan, known as Oksasu in Korean. But as Ryan said, I'd never known that. It's kind of a broader term for other things as well. Yeah. But here in Korea, I guess for the common folk who doesn't work in farming, if you say Oksasu, you're thinking of corn, right? Yeah, maybe I should correct myself, actually, though. I think ok means ah, bead and okay. then susu is sorghum or grain ah uh, yeah. yeah the ok, chal is not sorry ok for sure yeah means that uh, correction I'm guessing the chal must have something to do with the glutinous aspect of it right because chap dog I'm sure is the glutinous rice cake and things like that I think you're right? onto something there okay we've got so many messages <laughs> yeah yeah your, your niece and your sister are yeah, listening did they yeah my sister they just got in touch as well corny fact okay. uh, yeah so the US is by far the world's most the largest producer of corn with check this out guys 346 million metric tons as of 2019 yeah goodness gracious and you're seeing like american movies from time to time maybe it's a horror film or like the kids going on an adventure film they'll get into a field of corn and get lost in there yeah and are those common to see in certain parts? Like you said, maybe Nebraska and things like this, like cornfields as when far I, as the eye can see. When I was see. like 10, 11 years old, living near Houston, we played in cornfields. Wow. It was so much fun. Like hide could, and seek and if stuff. You, if you run through them, you know, in the summertime with a short sleeve shirt or something, they will cut you up. Oh, the really? The are pretty, pretty hard. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but but we would play in there and, and, and throw dirt at each other. And I'd imagine yeah. you could get rather lost if it was a big cornfield, like, and you just ran straight yeah. for the middle. Maybe we never did. Okay, but good. that was maize. It's a little shorter. It was feed corn, so, you could so see we could the probably top. jump okay. and kind of see. And I don't know. We had pretty good sense of direction back then. I think. Oh, that mm-hmm. sounds like good fun. Uh, Tropic Girls saying from the Caribbean, I love corn. We can do a good roast with it, and we eat our corn savory, boiled with seasonings. We make corn soup or dry roasted. And Korean corn sounds a little bit like Caribbean corn as well. Oh, yeah, roasted. Oh, that was one of my first loves for corn was at a state fair mm. and they had this big roasting machine oh. and they send this cob through there and when it comes out the other end, it's all just done. put butter all over it. Wow. And then there were all these different spices like Parmesan cheese, cayenne pepper, oregano, blah, 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 on and on and you on, just salt and pepper. What to put and on. you just shake on whatever oh. you want and then walk around the fair with this giant ear of corn. 
you know, good stuff. I think it was a trend maybe that started a few, maybe two, three years back. Mayak oksusu, like mm. mayak meaning drugs, right? Oh, yeah. And it's meant to be that addictive. So it was some kind of chili powder base, but with mm. cheese on it as well, and maybe some Sounds sugar. Sounds very Mexican. Oh, yeah. But without the sugar. Okay. okay. And, yeah. and it would just be like, You're almost having a stick of candy. It's so good. That's got to be my favorite way to have corn is like Mexican style. You know, okay. you can get some crema, some sour cream on there and some lime and wow. some chili powder and money. money. Steve writes in, in my area, white corn is the most popular by consumers, but restaurants prefer yellow since it looks better on a plate. I uh, bet you. Yeah, that makes sense. The bright colors to shine on the plate. Mm, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm trying to grow some corn beside my house. I did plant the seed, but... It didn't make it. It didn't survive because of the heavy rain, maybe too much water. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just so planting the kernels. That's how you start. Yes, and you do not put more than one in, in each place. Okay. I had some volunteers come and they're like, yeah, let me help plant corn. And they're dropping like 10 in each hall. I was like, no, no, just no, one. no. Just one. Yeah, they're really high germination rate because you're saving your own seed each year. Uh-huh. And, uh, and if you have more than one plant, then you're going to get two little plants instead of one big plant. Uh-huh. And a little plant doesn't make big corn, man. Oh, no, they compete. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Nur Natasya says, roasted and steamed corn, mayonnaise and butter, sweet corn and glutinous corn is the most common here in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen you guys, you guys also grill it too. It's not super common in Korea, but... But I have seen it before where it's steamed and then grilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. The majority is just steamed. Yeah. If, if butter was a little cheaper here, you would probably see it around because it's so good with just butter on it and salt. That's true. Butter But, is um, still a bit premium here, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, Breaker saying the Kentucky Fried Chicken chain, they have the mixed corn. And if you have that with mashed potatoes, gravy, and cheese, delicious. Mm. I do like their corn little salad thing that they sell there. Yeah, I wanted to mention <laughs> that today. The, the, uh, the, there's a Popular side dishes here. Mm. They're not made from the Korean corn, though. They're made from the usually the canned corn imports. I love those. They're so cheap. You know what a giant can of that costs? Not a lot. It's at like all, right? four bucks, man. <laughs> That's a lot of side dish for folks at your restaurant. And what are And, they putting on that? Uh, well, the cold one or the hot one? The cold one. The cold one. It's it's mayonnaise, okay. maybe a little bit of vinegar, sugar. It tastes good. Um, I it, love it. It, <laughs> it tastes good. It does taste good. The kids um, like it as well. And, and a lot of times you go to the the, the tuna places mm-hmm. and they'll have that iron skillet plate yes. with the with the canned corn and some cheese on yes. there and they put it in the broiler. That's so and good. It, it's pretty good. Yeah. You scrape yeah. it off there, right? <laughs> does taste lovely. Uh, Miss Bradica saying, I miss munching a big bag of butter yellow popcorn from the Dollar Tree store. Popcorn's so yeah. popular here in Korea, especially at the cinema, getting a big Like Absolutely, bucket. and there's really good ones. I think it's better than in cinemas in the States. Me too. It seems to sit there a long time in the States. Here mm. it's usually pop pretty fresh. Yeah. And there's a different kind of popcorn, or I should say puffed corn here mm. in Korea. We might have a picture of it. Oh, here. yes. Um, here we go. Excuse me. The, the, this is not, you know, popcorn is usually put in a little oil, really high temperature, and pops, right? This is put in one of those... Um, What do you call it? The like bang, pressure bang. Yeah. kind of vessels. They're really cool. You go to these old markets and you might hear what you think is a gunshot. Yes. But it's not. No. They're making something like this or puffed rice. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember that old cereal when you were a kid? Yes. You know, something? The puffs of sugar, I think, yeah, as well. Yeah, that is really... I think it was made the same way. Uh. This stuff uh, is put under super high pressure and then just... I think the natural moisture in there steams up yeah. and causes it to puff. 
You're seeing it in the the very front, the Kang Nengi, right? Yeah, there might be another picture of a close up. I'm not. I think I sent in one. Wow. Um, but yeah, they're 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 actually really good. Sometimes folks will add a little sugar to it. There we go. Um, some folks will add a little sugar to it. I've had them that way. They in look Korea. different to the popcorn that we eat at the cinema. Right? Totally. So because they're it's, completely different. It's species. done under pressure, and yeah, different species. That that one at the cinema is a flint corn, uh-huh. and this is the glutinous corn, the Korean corn. Oh, that's so. oh, that's what's used as its base. I I didn't know what you put in there. Do you have to dry that before you do that, or you just put it in? Yeah. Normal? No. Wait. Oh shoot. I, I'm not sure, but I would guess it still needs some moisture for uh-huh. for it to puff like that. So probably somewhere in a middle phase, yeah. I would guess. Yeah. And it tastes much healthier. Not in a and bad way. For it to puff, it's got to be pretty dry. Okay. But maybe not 100% dry. Otherwise, they would have to incorporate a little bit of moisture. And I've never seen them throw moisture in there when they do it. So, mm. yeah. and, and like we saw it in the previous picture, it's usually sold at traditional markets in Shijiang. It's like yeah. huge bags, Cheap right? Cheap too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that was 2001 for that yeah, big bag. Yeah, it's a lot of snacks. And you often find it as a free side dish at a beer place or something that's like that. right yeah and then it's called gangnengi yeah right yeah right. and um, then you're just eating it by the bucket load yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little anju. uh we've got this other picture that we can put up brian because we're yeah. running out of time but i wanted sure, to show the sure, pictures sure. you've sent in is this the sweet corn that you showed us earlier uh no sir these are the corn varieties uh, of korea more uh-huh. you know the glutinous corn so they and look the same from the outside no like yes. hard to distinguish yes very true sometimes you don't know what you're going to get <laughs> until you open the present <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, these there's there's a lot of different variation of it. You know, next to those eggplant, you can kind of see the size of it. They are like 30 centimeters often. Mm. It's a lot of food. It's yeah. a great food source. Just munching on one of those to tide you over at lunch would be. Uh, Ryan, next week you will be in Hawaii, right? <laughs> You're already looking forward to it, I can see. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. But what we're going to try, just like when you're in Ilsan for that food festival, is a live stream while you're there, right? Yes, from the boat while catching a marlin. No, that would be amazing. Uh, (laughs) That would be unbelievable. But we're going to try our best to link up while you're there. Yeah, man. And then you're going to show us the delights of Hawaii, maybe via Korean cuisine. I don't know. We'll see where the wind takes us. Uh, Have a safe flight out there. Thanks, Peter. Fingers crossed for the internet connection. Hopefully it's good enough. We'll test it out and we'll, (laughs) we'll do our best, guys. All right. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you in Hawaii. You can listen to Dish of the Day with Chef Brian every Friday at 10am KST on Hashtag Daily Cake.